0: You're listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores and celebrates all things pedal pumping. I'm your host, Mimi Footnip, and I'm a pedal pumping content creator and foot model. You can check out my website, mimifootnip.com, for more about me. In this week's episode, I am going to read an email from a listener and also... Uh, Give you a couple little updates. But first, I want to thank my patrons Tevin, Jim, Riker, not a golfer, Ray Eric F, Eric J, Crinking fan, Rocketman, Havianas fan, Austin, Joe, Major Dave, and Harrison. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. I posted a short clip of the starter problems I was having in the Honda the other day when I tried to start it. I think I talked about it in last week's episode. Anyway, I posted that over on Patreon for patrons only. So if you're a patron, make sure you uh, check that out. And if you have a different diagnosis for the problem, you can also let me know. I'm curious what you guys think. But to me, it sounds like a starter problem. Um, So and also (laughs) um, I'm recording this on Tuesday, February 28th. It will go live on March 2nd. Thursday. And in the meantime, March 1st is my birthday, you guys. So when these uh, (laughs) sound waves hit your ears, I will be officially 50 years old. 50. It's so hard to believe. I don't feel like I'm 50. But that is that is what it is. I'm 50, so happy birthday to me. And thank you all for your continued support of this podcast. Whether you're a patron or a faithful listener, I do appreciate it. Um, and let's see. I'm going to jump into an email. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll get into the emails. All right, we're back, and I'm going to read this email. Hello, Mimi, and thank you so much for running such an awesome podcast. It's kind of an unprecedented thing you're doing. There have been several pedal pumping forums around in the past, but little to no spoken word podcasts involving such things. It's refreshing to hear you read your experiences and our questions and stories in your sweet voice. Most of us can type about our fetish, but hearing things about it out loud. Well, that normalizes it. And I think we all love that my fetish tends toward the cranking side of the spectrum combined with a fetish for women's legs and sexy footwear. I've been listening in on Anchor for quite some time and thought it was time to take the next step. I have a few cranking experiences from the past as well as some fiction I've written. And I do like to write, so it would be an honor to contribute. One real-world experience that I often recall is in the following words. I would love it if this made it into your podcast at some time in the future if you are inclined to read it more can follow in the future. Okay, so um, I'm going to read the story, but I want to thank this listener for writing in, and I really appreciate you articulating that um, hearing the spoken word. You know, a lot of people, like you said, there's there have been lots of great forums and people sharing pedal pumping stories and ideas, but I do think there is something kind of cool about Uh, breathing life into the words. In fact, we've talked about this on other episodes, just the words like pumping the pedal, like how erotic and sexy does that sound? Pedal pumping, you know, just saying the words, I love it. Um, And talking, especially when I hear people talking about pedals and pedal pumping and pumping pedals and the word cranking um, in other contexts that maybe aren't necessarily fetish context but it's still so sexy I love it anyway I'm glad that you mon- mentioned that um, I think that's a great point point. and thank you for all the kind compliments and I'm so glad that you've been listening and have decided to take the next step so I absolutely invite you to share as many stories as you like whether they're fantasy or real life stories um, and you have my email and this goes for all the listeners my email is memefootnip at gmail.com Email me your questions, stories, and whatnot for the podcast, and I am happy to share with our community here. So, okay, this says, story begins. Now I'm going to read the story. This experience occurred when I was still in school in the early 90s, and I was only a teenager. So I'll be leaving out anything overtly sexual for obvious reasoning based on how old I was. There are some experiences I don't remember in detail, but I was so hyper-focused on this one and recalled it and replayed it mentally so often that it may seem embellished. I assure you that if it is, it's only very slightly for flow and to fill in very small gaps. Like ivory, it's 99.44% pure, (laughs) haha. Everyone probably remembers a teacher, professor, or substitute teacher that formed an early school crush for them. For me, this teacher was Miss Christina Mallory, which I occasionally heard people truncate to Tina. She was new to the profession and was filling in for our regular teacher who was off on parental leave. I estimated her to be in her mid-twenties. She had shoulder-length brunette hair with blonde highlights and always wore hoop earrings, a moderate amount of makeup, and red lipstick. Tina stood at medium height with curvy hips, feminine features, and very attractive legs and feet. She dressed professionally in the classroom, but what struck me most was her wide variety of skirts, dresses, heels, and nylons. Quite often, she would sit on her desk while lecturing, cross her legs, and dangle one high heel off her toes. This would cause her snug-fitting skirts to often ride up several inches along her sheer nylon-encased legs, showing some of her wonderfully curvy thigh. I'm not sure how I continued to get decent grades in her class, because every time she did it, it completely turned my mind to butter. One day, on a crisp fall afternoon, my friend Scott and I were out riding our bikes around some trails that existed in the woods behind the school. We'd been dismissed from class about a half hour earlier, but Christina had remained behind to do staff work. As luck would have it, Scott and I were traversing the parking lot on our bikes just as Tina was leaving school for the day. Now, I'm not saying that Scott and I were the classical definition of teacher's pets, but we were both good students, and we both knew that we found Tina very attractive, so we weren't going to pass up a random opportunity to chat and be friendly. As we approached on our bikes, I observed again what Tina had decided to wear that day. I'd like to say that I have an eidetic memory, but that would be a lie. More likely, I remember all this from how fond I am of the experience. She had on a soft black leather coat over the top of her silk cream-colored office blouse. Below the waist, she wore a black snug skirt of some sort of cotton rayon blend that ended just above her knees. Professional. What really set it off, though, was a front slit to lower thigh while standing. I'd noticed it earlier in class. It showcased her legs wonderfully as she walked or sat. Sheer, barely black nylon sparkled on her legs in the autumn sunshine, and her heels were a classic pump style today, black with a fairly high heel, perhaps three to four inches. These heels clicked seductively on the pavement as she walked toward her car. I heard Tina saying goodbye to a couple of co-workers who were also walking out, and then she noticed us. "'Oh, good afternoon, boys,' she said in a friendly and melodic voice. As she smiled, her red lips showcased a Colgate smile. She was one of the most friendly teachers we had, and her inner sweetness matched her appearance. "'Hello, Miss Mallory,' we applied almost in unison, a little embarrassed. I blushed and continued. "'How was your day?' She described how it had been good, but busy, and asked if we had any questions on the homework we had been given. We didn't. She looked right at me and in her eyes twinkled. Yeah, you two are some of my best students. I'm not too worried about you. That smile, that playful eye twinkle, man alive, what was it about this woman? I instantly wished I were 10 years older. As she reached her car, I became even more attentive if that were possible. Tina was managing her meager starting wage as a subteacher by driving a rather rundown Dodge Charger. Now, before we get too excited, it wasn't the cool late 60s variant. Rather, it was a hatchback Dodge Coupe from the early 80s that had been branded a Charger even though it had much more in common with a Dodge Aries K car. I tried to make small talk. Oh, cool, my cousin had one of these. Is this yours, Miss Mallory? Tina smiled and nodded. Yep, this is my old piece of junk. Oh, I continued. I kind of like it. What's wrong with it? Tina opened her door and lowered her curvy body into the seat, her snug skirt riding up. The main hem was now above the knee, with the slit revealing her right leg up to mid-thigh. I almost dumped my bike as I tried not to stare. She then closed the door, interrupting my trance, but much to my delight, rolled the window down to talk to us both Scott and I approached the window. I now had a perfect view of her all the way down to where her patent pump sat hovering above the gas pedal. Tina looked up as she slipped the key into the ignition. Oh, I suppose it's not that bad, just sometimes it doesn't want to start. I was almost late this morning because it took so long to start it. My mouth went dry. Hark, what's this? I began praying silently for a repeat occurrence. Scott decided to weigh in on this. I doubt that he had this fetish, but both him and I liked cars and motorcycles and had done a bit of work on each, despite being barely too young to drive one. Well, we're here if you need us. We don't mind staying until you get it started. Right, Dave? Amen, brother, my inner voice rejoiced, mentally giving Scott a crisp high five. If only he knew. Instead, I just nodded. Tina laughed in her warm, melodious way with a smile that could melt the ice caps. It was almost flirtatious, but yet appropriate. If this thing doesn't start, you boys are pushing me home, she joked. But let's see. Ready? She looked up at us and nodded. I couldn't believe it. It was like she wanted us to watch. It was innocent enough to be sure She had literally zero idea what she was doing to me. It was all occurring naturally as if part of a casual daily conversation. Somehow, that made it even hotter. Tina prepared for her first attempt, and it was almost like she was describing it play by play. Once again, I almost fell off my bike. As the butterflies in my stomach intensified, not only was she allowing us to watch, but it was almost like she was teaching us To this day, I've loved when a cranking female describes what she is doing so her passenger follows along. Okay, key on. Tina flipped the key on, and the dash lights illuminated. After a few seconds, the buzzer stopped, and we could hear her again. My eyes fixated on her leg and high heel as my mind silently urged her, Pump it, Tina. Pump it. I rarely got to see such things, although I fantasized daily about it. Her soft voice filled my ears again. And pump the gas. One and two and three. To my delight and arousal, Tina pumped the pedal three times all the way to the floor mat. She did it by rocking her shoe on its high heel, and each pump was forceful but let back up easily. Stomp, release, stomp, release, stomp, release. I watched her heel and her nyloned leg with delight as it bobbed and flexed with each pump. She'd forgotten to straighten her skirt, it seemed, and her right leg looked amazing all the way up to mid-thigh. And here we go, Tina said, twisting the key. The little 2.2-liter Dodge cranked and stumbled, then stalled, red lights winking back on the dash. Okay, that sounds closer than this morning. Come on, old girl. One, two, three... "'Tina counted out three more pumps "'as I watched her patent high-heel "'flatten the gas pedal, then ease up repeatedly. "'There was a faint slap, slap, slap "'as the well-worn gas pedal contacted the floor mat. "'Tina held the key over again, "'and the Dodge cranked, teasing a little. "'Then the starter settled into that steady, "'metallic, throbbing characteristic "'of a small displacement Chryslers of the era, "'the Dodge 600, the K-Car, and the like.' Sort of a steady, rapid, worda, word-a, 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 She held the key for a few seconds and then released it. Tina glared at the dashlights, shook her head and inside. <sighs> not this again. Come on, baby. This time, Tina pumped the gas puddle with more vigor, lifting her high heel off the floor mat to pump it faster and more forcefully with her leg. I'm not sure how enthralled my wingman was by this, but I had entered full-on fantasy mode. I watched her leg and high heel as her nylon thigh bounced against the seat, causing it to jiggle slightly. In my mind, I pictured how her leg would feel under my hand. Like a warm and soft, yet a bit cushy, yet toned with silky sheer nylon texture, I was quite flushed and aroused. Pump, 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 pump. Five good stomps. Tina twisted the key and held it, hard over this time the car just cranked over and over with a few little occasional hints of partially firing but no real sputters after a few long seconds of this teasing rhythmic cranking tina appeared to lose a bit of patience and composure she shook her head and with the key still held began to pump the gas pedal in steady fast jobs the pedal slapped the floor mat as her nylon leg bounced against the vinyl seat I overheard her gently, sweetly, yet nervously urging the engin- engine to catch. Come on, babe, just start. Pump, 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 pump went her leg as her soft whispers became as urgent and rapid. Come on, come on, come on, come on, she whispered as she bounced. Finally, she released the key and smacked the wheel lightly, cursing under her breath. Damn it, this fucking car. She looked up at us and giggled. You boys about ready to start pushing? Don't tell anyone your teacher swears, okay? I think we all smelled it at the same time. That semi-sweet, semi pungent odor of uncombusted gasoline sitting in a flooded carburetor. Tina cocked her head, sniffed, cringed, and looked up again. Uh Uh-oh, you boys smell gas too. We nodded. A long sigh and a nod from Tina with a sad smile. Yep, I flooded it. I was dangerously close to passing out from arousal. Tina dropped her right hand to her knee and stroked it gently. (sighs) We might be here a while, she mused softly. Scott finally said something. Miss Mallory, just try holding the gas pedal all the way to the floor while you try it. That works for my mom's car if she floods it. One, I suddenly wanted to know the story behind that. Two, I was a tad disappointed, not just because I wanted to be the one to save the damsel, but also because I knew it probably would work and she would get it started. I didn't want Tina to be stranded for real, but at the same time, one or two more pumping cranks first wouldn't have hurt anyone, right? Tina nodded, eyes wide with promise. Oh, okay. I hadn't tried that yet. Lately, I've just been waiting it out if I flood it as I silently wished I'd been a passenger for every single one of those times. I watched as Tina floored the gas pedal with one firm stomp and held it, her heel popping out of her shoe and her toned cap and thigh flexing under the sheer nylon. She cranked it again. The little dodge whirled over and over, then teased and seemed to speed up. Tina patted the wheel urgently with her free hand. That's it. Come on. Come on, baby. Catch. I know you want to. The engine erupted into life, black, flooded smoke bellowing from its exhaust. Yay! Tina rejoiced, revving it a couple times. Scott, thank you. This really helped. See you both in class tomorrow. Tina rolled up her window and pulled away, leaving us in silence. I couldn't believe what I had just witnessed. I sat there for I don't know how long. Scott broke the silence. Hey, Holmes. Yeah, yeah, I know. It was the 90s. (laughs) Ha, 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 I looked up. He continued, dude, is it just me or does Miss Mallory have the best legs? I laughed a little too loudly as the awkward silence was broken and I realized my friend had seemed to be focused on the same anatomical feature as I had. I'm not sure to this day if he was a cranking fetishist, but then I knew at least part of him was a leg man. Soon after that, I managed to ask Miss Christina Mallory about her old dodge. Oh, it's much better now. It needed something replaced on the carburetor or choke or something. Just one little part. Now it starts like a dream. Well, ain't that a shame. The end.